Good morning and welcome to Herb Oracle Podcast, botanical divination with herbs, essences, flowers, and trees with your host, Herbal Marie. Let's start the day off pulling some oracle cards and getting a few messages. We can shoot the shiitake in a spiritual way-ish. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'll post a pic of the cards at Herb Oracle. Thanks so much for joining me. Here we go. So what do the trees want to talk about today? I hope something good, you know, like, all right, enough bullshit, enough bullshit, enough bullshit. Wait, the universe is like, wait, did Sadie just ask for more bullshit? I, I, I suggest we don't even utter words anymore that we don't want. Even if it's saying, I don't want whatever bullshit I think we have to just completely eliminate the negative in a lot of ways because what if the universe was like kind of sort of multitasking and busy and it just like caught the tail end of it like I think Sadie just said send her more bullshit okay we could do that right so it's like we got to just not even give the slightest bit of attention to what we don't want only can you can you are you capable I know you are but can you can you only focus on what you want so instead of focusing on what you don't want like just be like all right fine I understand now what I don't want what do I actually want like it's very clear that I do don't want that okay good we've established that good job focus on what you want and there might be that point where like um I was so busy focusing on what I didn't want. I never even thought to give it any consideration what I actually do want. I just know I don't want that. All right, but then you gotta move on to the next step, which is focusing on what you actually want. And I will just tell you straight up, I think that's hard to do sometimes. When you've just been trying to make the best of things, when you've just been trying to solve problems, when you just try to like avoid curveballs. Like you're, you're in like this defensive survival mode and you don't even think creatively. You don't even think about what you want. You're just trying to like survive what you don't want. So it's a total mindset change and um, yeah, challenge accepted. I think we should at least try. All right, well, that's my thoughts on today. I've had a good creative day. I did my Course in Miracles lesson. I think I'm on day 41. 41, 42, you know, getting, well, you know, what's time? 40, 41, 42, somewhere around there. <laughs> I did that. God goes with me everywhere. I bless the world with my holiness, right? I am blessed as a son of God. All that jazz has been happening this week. So I've been, I've been doing that and finding even more time to be creative in other aspects. Like I made my friend David a music video I will try to remember by the end of this podcast to link to that because you have to check it out you guys like I literally have no skills and I made a freaking awesome music video like awesome for me and it, it was just kind of funny like I was just like well I'm gonna try to see if like this would work like I was just testing things out and then before I realized it I made the whole video so try to indulge in creative things we talked about that the other day for tarot, our extra tarot Tuesday this week with our Herb of the Week Bay. It's so our bay is so special. We gave it two tarot days to make up for the lapse in time. But yeah, like I was saying, like you know, like when shit's hitting the fan, it's hard to be like, I think I'm gonna make some art, or I think I'm gonna be creative. Like as you know, like you just can't see through the muck. Actually, that's the best time that if you can get a little bit of creative drizzle going on in your life anyway like even if it's like just downloading some app and making inspirational pictures to post on your Instagram do it do something creative um, organize your sock drawer I don't care do something creative color coordinate the books or your closet or anything creative doodle paint color even if it's just for like 10 minutes dance Ooh, that's my go-to absolutely because it, it don't even matter what your mood is depending it don't matter you can find music that suits you and you can dance and move your body and 
even if it's just gently, gently, yes, that's how I say that word now, even if it's just gently, um, move, movement. So that makes me focus in on the Bay Laurel card, um, the one, the Plant Spirit Oracle by Dana O'Driscoll, and it's dudes naked in front of the bay wreath. Oh, you know, you know the card, right? <laughs> But it's like he's opened, you know, now that he's emerged from his old um, shell, his old, his old body, his chest is like open, his arms are to the side. And it's like we've got to sort of like, if we've become rigid or stiff, closed down, if we're feeling like, like you don't feel like you got that creativity even possible, Put your arms out, push like push your chest up out a little bit. Like you got like you're the lighthouse, you're beaming some light out of you. Put your head up, chin up, yeah. Like move your neck back and forth. Mine just cracked. Like just do something. I like to lay back on an exercise ball. That just pop pop pops my spine so nicely. Like, especially if I've been hunching. Like just some ever so slight movements could be what you need to just suggest a reroute of the energy that's currently flowing in your body. All right, can we get a tree angel? I've been holding the tree angel oracle deck in my hand by Fred Hageneder. Each week we've sort of just allowed one specific tree angel to come in and spotlight and kind of like be our guide. So we're gonna go off the top tonight. Ooh, and I think you'll be glad that I did. We've got horn beam. We've got Hornbeam as our tree angel. And yes, I did say tonight because I am pre-recording this so that I could get maybe back on schedule. Um, like I'm like, I'll be back Thursday. And then I look at my Thursday um, to-do list and I'm like, dang, Thursday's a bad day to try to come back. <laughs> That's okay, honey. That's why they make Wednesday nights. All right, so that's why there's a little bit of extra sound around me and the, the second floor creaking above me. Just go with it. Like, life is not perfect, and it's like you're going to just trip yourself up if you're, like, always striving for perfection. So, like the video that I mentioned, which I will, I'm gonna, I'm going to really remember to link to it for you. If not, you can find it on my YouTube channel, Sadie Marie Cherico. Like there was a couple things that like maybe weren't 100% perfect. Obviously, I could go back and redo the whole thing differently. I could take out the dancers, which I will never. Um, but it's like, don't get tripped up on perfection. So this is Hornbeam. It's number 25. Two plus five equals seven. I love that number. Seven is my life path number. He is a solid, very, like he's, he's like stancing. He's stancing. Um very stable stance and his hands are like crossed in front of him like like if he's like a guard or like policeman stance or just like yeah like he I feel his energy is very protective solid calm but like also available for action if needed and there is this sweeping wind coming through from the tops of the trees and sweeping from like the upper left corner out through the right side of the card so there's this like sweeping lighted wind like it's wind but it's lit and um in between these hornbeam trees there is a path like like it's asking you to to actually be brave enough to walk by him like feel like you are authorized and walk back through this grove that has this golden path lit up just for you so let's see if any of that <laughs> if any of that has anything to do with what the book says but that's just my uh vibe right off the bat for our tree angel today for our tree guides what do the trees want to talk about well hornbeam says the oracle of hornbeam says most holy sanctum innermost kernel for which you are ready to die, for which you are not quite ready to live. Protect the flame. You are the guardian of the mysteries, the master's silent servant. All right, well, 
<laughs> so much for a fun party tonight. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I guess, you know, that isn't that the way it is. It's like I get back up on my feet and I'm like, celebrate, mm -mm. right? Have a good time. And the trees are like, actually, now that you finally picked your ass up off the floor, we want to talk to you about protecting the flame and you being a guardian of the mysteries and the master's silent servant. And I'm like, um, I just wanted to let loose a little bit. But what a good reminder. I always have a job to do. So at the center of every truly sacred place, we are awakened to a new level of consciousness and new way of being. This is where humans can relate to other realms within the multidimensional universe. Sacred places are spiritual gateways. So my guides are like, knock it off with your lame parties. Like you actually have a multidimensional party to go to. Like, okay, like if you wanna just mingle with the muggles, you go right the head. But uh, let's talk about spiritual gateways. Let's talk about leveling up in our consciousness, ha having a new way of being. And I really do feel like that all the time. You know, like I'm stepping more and more into my unconditional love, my offerings, my support like you know what I'm just gonna trust the universe I'm just gonna be nice to everybody I'm gonna be nice to myself and like that's all all good that's all good but like the universe is just saying all right honey and now there's more and there's more and there's more there's more there's more you know like all the time summoning me like please stop thinking that's it please stop um, Ooh, limiting your dreams. All right, let's go on. At times, accessing these gateways is an arduous task, demanding great concentration and a constant flow of pure energy. So sacred places such as temples are surrounded by protective walls to facilitate this. Stone walls are very effective, but stone is also a, quote, dead material and can shut out the outside world too much. The best protective screen for a sanctuary is a living hedge. And in temperate climates, hawthorn and hornbeam are ideal. So this pathway that I was sensing in between these hornbeam trees, it seems like this is a gateway, a sacred gateway, um, a sacred temple perhaps for us to go into. So our tree angel hornbeam, I did feel like I had to get past him, you know, like he did have that police officer stance, you know, kind, respectable, but you know, also very strong hornbeam energy. And hornbeam protects the sacred grove and is the true keeper of mysteries. It is a mature and measured warrior with many more qualities than its modest manner would suggest. So hornbeam protects our spiritual motives. Hornbeam gives us insight and self-awareness and imparts good, sen good sense and sincere intentions. So yeah, isn't that what we want in life? I mean, me being kind of like tossed about um, in some egoic drama with other people's insincere intentions focused on me, it really put me on the spot. Like, all right, how are you gonna respond? Dirty, like dirty is a dirty does, sir. No, no, it made me realize like, I don't care what nastiness people come at me with. I'm gonna keep my good sense about me, my sincere intentions, my spiritual motives, Okay, like I'm the one who has to go to bed with me at the end of the day. Am I proud of what I do? Or do I, am I like literally being that which I do not prefer? So it was like a good like test, test, testing moment. Whew. Anyways, for the hornbeam, to live a simple and modest life is enough. Like a Zen master living by the maxim, before enlightenment, chop wood and carry water after enlightenment, chop wood and carry water, right? Yeah, it's like, it's life, honey. <laughs> Pr 
practical and with secure roots. It knows its job and finds fulfillment in the task itself. Hornbeam is the silent servant and serves the silence. Spirit is the master and Hornbeam guards the master's chamber. So really good energy, especially like, you know, for me personally, like sometimes, you know, I have an ego tantrum. You've maybe been a part of a few of them. And I'm like, oh, like why am, why am I not like, you know, like stepping into like a more popular role and it's like actually I have to understand that there not everybody's going to like be um the ones that lead lead the pack like I am leading a very small pack but I had to sort of understand a few things one you do your work whatever you're called to in service like once you step into the role of service to the all in service to humanity, in service to source, and service to God, and service to all that is. It's like if you were just asked to, you know, chop wood and carry water, then that's how you're helping. So my ego, of course, thinks that that you know I should be this or that, or I should be successful, or you know. And so when my ego tries to get involved, I can become dissatisfied with my service. But if I can just focus on completing the tasks that I am asked to do slash inspired to do, and I just do them, I'm actually very satisfied. Like I'm very, very satisfied this year as far as A Course in Miracles goes. Like, hey, I'm working on myself this year and I'm gonna drag a few people along with me, good find satisfaction in that you know I'm doing the daily um, narrations for Daniel Scranton I love that I'm not the one bringing in the messages I'm not the cool one <laughs> but I'm the one reading it and many people are enjoying it um, because it just gets to the point right and then they can share it with their friends um, so like it's just like even if it's not the most glamorous job it's still important it really is so just just do your job you know chop the wood carry the water serve the silence serve the master uh, serve source now if the angel of the hornbeam is expelled from its rightful place we cannot perceive boundaries with the result that we ignore the needs of others to have their own space. Furthermore, we begin to deny the spiritual aspect of nature. So the hornbeam is super duper important so that we can perceive boundaries so that, you know, we understand the boundaries of others as well. And yeah, we are, we remain and maintain a sense of spiritual, the spiritual aspects of nature. So once again, the Oracle of Hornbeam says, most holy sanctum, innermost kernel, for which you are ready to die, for which you are not quite ready to live, protect the flame. You are the guardian of the mysteries, the masters silent servant. This affirmation minute is brought to you by our illuminating herb of the week, Bay, and I dedicate them all to you, honey. Thank you. I am at peace with the past. I see new beginnings in endings. I count my blessings and abundance overflows. I am protected. White light surrounds me and all that I love. I accept and receive all gifts given to me. I am at peace with the past. I see new beginnings in endings. I count my blessings and abundance overflows. I am protected.
white light surrounds me and all that I love. I accept and receive all gifts given to me. And so it is. So yeah, I'm just saying there is a relief and a security when you surrender to the task at hand. So let's bring out the Archangel sigils. I feel like it's been a long time since we hung out with the trees. All right, so what do the trees want to talk about today? All right, so we have like a flaming kernel to protect. Is that what I heard? <laughs> when you bring in the message but don't quite get the message. No, I get it. And like I've just gotten to the point where it's like, hey, spirit, I'm willing to do whatever it is that you ask of me. You know, I get a lot done during the day. I have a lot, I have a lot of projects. I have a lot of resilience. I have a lot of patience. Like, if you'd like me to do more, I'm absolutely willing to do it. And uh, if you'd like me to just chop wood and carry water, which in my world is like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which in my world is like uh shovel shit and you know vacuum dog hair like okay like that's fine like I if this is what you ask of me I certainly will but I do have lots of energy to do even more um but you know I've gotten a lot of other kinds of messages this week too like the Arcturians were kind of like yo like just rest it out rest it out yo uh, take a break. You've planted all these seeds. Like it's time to understand that what you've put out eventually has to come back to you, which is kind of freaky to me when I think about all that I've put out. Yeah, welcome to hell. Um, I have put out a lot here. I've put a lot out at Herbal Marie. I'm putting a lot out on Sadie Marie Cherko. Um, what else? Like there's just other things too. Like I feel like in my community I've, I've put out some good vibes. Um, and it's like, I think it is starting to come back to me. One, because I feel good. I feel better. I am well. Um, I feel more loving. I feel more light. So I think in a lot of ways it is coming back. And I just, all I have to do is trust and not worry about it. But every once in a while I think, whoa, I really have put out a lot of energy. And if it all comes coming at, coming back at me, coming quick and coming fast, I hope I'm ready. All right, I have the soul trees. I just feel like I'm gonna pull a few of these cards for us. What, did, what else do the trees wanna talk about? Well, what's in this sacred grove? What's What's in this um, multi-dimensional portal? What's in this? All right, so. Oh my God, I didn't want to pull that many. All right, and I, for whatever reason, I put them all face down. I'm gonna have to make room. My desk is freaking atrocious. You would not be impressed with me right now. All right. Um, all right, I'm gonna, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I have five soul trees and then I, I put them out and there will be a space in the middle for a Celtic tree and then I think that should do us pretty good. Um, so let's see if these make any sense. I'll just uh, pull the ones, I'm gonna, I don't, I don't remember even what order I put them out. So I'll start with this one. It seems to be calling me a little bit. It is a second chakra, so the sacral chakra. Um, yeah, I would say like if you still have lower chakra issues or, you know, healing, let's clear that. Let's gr ground them. Um, I would say it's probably about the time the trees are saying, yeah, like this second chakra, like make sure that you're not getting caught up in these lower chakras. See, sometimes like, I mean, I think we can look at them from egoic and you can look at them from energy. Like, of course, energetically, we they all have their purpose and their importance and things like that. But the second chakra, 
in this little book it says the sacral shocker considered to be orange is located between the top of the pelvic bone up to the navel this chakra is related to matters of the body addictions cravings pleasure and creativity while the first chakra is about survival the second chakra awakens the desire to enjoy life and it can be blocked by guilt so the other day for my course in miracles I did, I did a drawing, a goddess drawing, and I wrote, get out of guilt, get out of hell. So yeah, like there is a beautiful side to the second chakra, right? Enjoying life, having some pleasure, creativity, like that, like that. However, if, if your pleasures are making you feel guilty because they're addictions and they're destructive and the egoic world is just encouraging you to keep them you know you're gonna have to evaluate or possibly reevaluate what you'd like to keep what you'd like to release and let go and you know i've always said to myself the worst thing that you can have in your diet is guilt you know it's like there's nothing worse than like eating and then feeling guilty for it so if you are like just doing that to yourself in any way, like if you're doing something to your body that's making you feel guilty, observe and evaluate. Well, is it actually really negative or not beneficial? Maybe it's, a, it's you trying to clue you in that, yeah, I don't really, I should probably shouldn't be doing this no more. But a lot of times, sometimes it's just in your head, you know, like, Someone could actually eat a healthy meal and still feel guilty or something. So you have to make sure that like you're cleaning up your life, your actions, your perspective, your judgment, and eliminating guilt. Get out of guilt and get out of hell. So with guilt, you put yourself in a really low vibrational stance. Yeah, I feel like stance is a word for us because of the way hornbeam is standing. All right, let's go on the other side of hornbeam. So we have the second chakra to the left, and we have surrender to the right. So uh, yeah, I love to see that word because I already said it. There is this great relief in surrendering to your chopping wood and carrying water. There is a beautiful flow that happens when you surrender. There is a magnificent peace that happens when you quit kicking and, and screaming and fighting the flow of energy in your life. Like sometimes the best thing to do is surrender and float. But in this card, it's surrender and grow. It's surrender and blossom. So it's this really like interesting green tree, like the darkest green you can think of, but it's like, it's balanced out with a lot of highlights. So it's beautiful and the background is white and there's these light pink blossoms. And it's like, can you surrender the fight? Can you surrender the egoic need to be right? Can you just chill the fuck out? and let your little buds come to life. Let your little blossoms do what they wanna do. Do what they gonna do. See, there is this creative flow available to you and it's coming from your second chakra. And the desire to be creative is there because when you go with your creativity and follow your pure passions, you do enjoy life. You really do. So why don't you just surrender your attention from the world? Like you don't even care about what any, anybody else is doing anymore. It doesn't even apply to you. When you take your attention away from it and sit with yourself, who you are, just who you are, take away the news, take away the distractions, take away the responsibilities, just you and you. You surrender to your divine will and see what buds <laughs> see what but see what drops on the floor on the ceiling 
Um, see what buds and blossoms and blooms in your life. All right, challenge accepted. And that's just it. It's like, let's let it not be a challenge. All right, like we think that word's cute because we're go-getters, but really it might be another one for us to just scratch off our list. All right, I wanna see what's above surrender. Above surrender is transformation. Yeah, it's really time, the trees are saying. It's like, they're like, okay, like we don't mean to be rude, but we're just like tired of watching you just constantly on a hamster wheel. Oh, here she goes again. Like the trees love us, but like they've just like been watching us for so long. They're like, oh, here she is again to cry out her sorrows. <laughs> hey, I visited some favorite trees um, a couple of days ago or last weekend, I guess. And um, I did not cry this time. And I just felt like my special tree was so proud of me. He let me lean on him forever. Like I just, I fit in this tree. It's got a couple of nooks that just fit right in with my shoulder. And on the other side, it's just perfect for leaning back. Like this tree was is made for me, it really is. And I he he just is I feel like it's a him and he's always like you can stay as long as you want, you can linger as long as you want, but there was no crying this time. There was just presence. And that to me indicates transformation. So when we do surrender to the energy flow from the second chakra and we do start letting ourselves see things differently this transformation will be such a relief. And this transformation might actually be what will allow you to confidently walk by the horn beam guardian in a way that you know that you are welcome and authorized to enter the sacred grove. All right, above the second chakra. Yep, this is funny now that we've come back around to it. Yeah, we get this stuck tree the stuck card so yes there is an issue here that the um, trees want to talk about today your addictions your cravings your matters of the body first of all the fact that you only think that you're a body is probably on top of the list you're so obsessed with this form and the forms of everybody else you look at somebody and you get caught up in the way they look you don't even see them for who and what they truly are. So that is keeping you stuck in these lower dimensions. That's keeping you st stuck in self-criticism, self-abuse, and that all leads to addictions and cravings. So yeah, like have you had cravings this week? Like I've eaten so much chocolate. Of course, like I am gonna get my period, so I feel like I'm allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you do have to like notice like when you're craving things because you know like like craving food because you're trying to avoid your emotions or you know just be really aware of where your energy is stuck where your energy wants to flow where you could surrender and where it is time to go into an energy of transformation. Now the tree at the top is trust. Holy F, so much trust this week for me. So I wanna just tell you a funny story. I was working with um, this deck called, the I think it's called the Mirror Deck. It's about relationships. Um, it was, I kind of found it on this one website. Like it's not a very popular deck, but it's one of the most awesome decks I've ever worked with. Hold on, now I gotta tell you for sure because I know you want to know. Let me grab it off here. Anyways, I was uh, working with. Okay, it's called the Mirror Cards, and it's a sh it's in a shiny box. It's a powerful tool to enhance your relationship. It's from Geoff, Charlie, and Lucy Lydell the mirror cards the mirror cards um so anyways use your search engine and find it um you have to like order it off of like a, a just a base a normal website i don't i can't remember where i got it from but um yeah if you just type in the mirror cards by geoff g-e-o-f-f geoff charlie anyways there's like 32 beautifully illustrated mirror cards and the guidebook freaking rocks your socks 
And this deck is so accurate and especially the reversals and it's like, holy F. Anyways, my point is, don't worry, I'll come back around. My point is I was working with it the other day, just kind of like, I use it for myself, like in relationships to all people. So it's, it's kind of, of course, geared to like a quote special relationship. But I find that anytime I'm having trouble with anyone in general or collectively or specifically, and definitely romantically you can use this deck, it's really accurate. So anyways, I had a good reading the other day. Well, I put it away and like I went and I did something and I came back to my desk and I look on the floor and there's a card on the floor. Well, I never, well, I do drop cards. You hear me do it all the time, but I never drop cards that I almost lose or didn't even know that I dropped or I mean at least I don't think I do <laughs> maybe I do but anyways I was like oh my god is that a freaking card on the floor like I oh my god I dropped a card like is this how the cards go MIA like anyways so I pick it up and it's number 29 trust because it's still on I didn't even put it back in the box because I just put it with Bay. I was like well I think you're here for a reason so anyways, I dropped the trust card um, earlier this week, and now at the top of our layout with the tree guides, we've got trust again. So this trust tree is fantastic. It's like a pointillism done with like watercolors. Um, it's super freaking fantastic. Like, is that even a real tree or is that a tree made of energy and light? Is, is that, I mean, it just looks like so surreal but it's there but yet it's a collective tree like it's not just one color it's all these different rainbow points of colors but like maybe like if like if you just consider like everybody as like a little blob of consciousness we all came together to make this tree this trust tree so the trees want us to have faith and confidence here we have that confidence coming in, like the confidence we need to walk past Hornbeam. Faith and confidence that things will turn out well. Like you are a child of God. This is, you are entitled. You are absolutely 100% entitled to things such as love and peace and connection and happiness and creativity. Things are going to turn out well. Yes, you deserve it, but it's not even like, honey, I deserve it. No, you like deserve it divinely. Like you don't even have to get sassy about it. Like you're just entitled to it. And so is everyone else. So the petals on this tree are falling into the tree, not away from it. So when you look at the top, it's like confetti dripping down from the sky, these color points. And it's going into the tree. Everything is falling into place to support you. Now that really makes me want to look and see. I'm just going to go off on a tangent for like a split sec. So that trust card, let me get the mirror cards out. That trust card that fell through, fell through, that fell on the floor, number 29. I just want to read you the quote at the beginning just because I feel like it's 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 appropriate um trust faith is an oasis in the heart which will never be reached by the caravan of thinking so that was kahlil gibran um so yeah like if we are feeling stuck in our minds because we're just trying to think out our problems <sighs> Now that's going to be a problem if we are trying to think at this point because having you have figured it out yet, it doesn't work. It never works when I try to figure out anything. What works is me getting into my heart space. What works is me handing it over to the Holy Spirit. What works is me not thinking and going and hugging my favorite tree down by the creek that works. <laughs> it works when I trust. It works when I surrender. When I try to push against the energy of the universe, it's, it, I feel so small. 
I, you just can't. You have to allow yourself at this point to be lifted up by something greater than you. And it's called faith and it's called trust. Uh, so anyways, trust is having, here's our word, the confidence, more confidence, you guys. The trees definitely want to talk about confidence today. Trust is having the confidence to be true to ourselves and to act without knowing the outcome. So yeah, we actually don't know the outcome. And I mean, nobody does. <laughs> so can you trust anyways? Right? Can you let go of self-doubt if you've been suffering from that? Right? So we've got to just surrender to trust and um, keep on climbing. All right, so I said keep on climbing there, but it was only because I got a tickle in my throat. <laughs> I don't think actually we need to climb. I think we need to flow, so correct that. Um, <clears throat> yes, that blasted tickle. Um, so here's the thing about this trust card that fell out of the mirror cards earlier this week. You know, it did sort of prompt me, you know, where my trust is in the universe. And how about, of course, since it is a relationship deck with other people. And um, it sort of just gave me these questions to think about. And I'll, I'll share them with you too in case it applies. But it's this question of what if. <clears throat> yeah, what if? What if you weren't always right in your assumptions? You know, and that kind of ties into that whole surrendering the need to argue and to be right. Like, what if you don't know? What if you don't know what's right? Like, like, can you just be like, hey, I don't actually know what the right answer is, but I'm, you know, just gonna trust that, you know, everything will work out. What if someone else did have something valuable to offer? So when we get kind of stuck, yes, we have the stuck tree, when we get stuck in our trust issues, and that could definitely be tied to your second chakra somehow, you know, it's like you kind of start not letting anybody into your space. Like you become the horn beam on steroids and you're like not letting anybody in, right? Like nobody's allowed into my sacred grove. But it's like, what if somebody else did have something valuable to offer? So the little, just little, little trees, the trees want to just prompt us a little bit, you know, because they see us repeating the same old patterns. They see us closed down. They're just like ready for us to open up, surrender, open up, and trust. That is like the res recipe, the rescue recipe for transformation. And the last question that this trust card asks us is, would it be such a great risk to let someone touch you with their reality? You know, it's like we think like we just don't even want to connect anymore with anybody. And that's just not natural. It really isn't. That's why you don't feel so good whenever you've um, not collaborated for a while or you know it's like you're like well, I'll never love again or it's like all right that's it's really not you being anti-love that's just you being focused on your fear focused on your past pain so it's like that circles us back to the beginning of this conversation when it's like can you focus on what you want and then trust so when you're when you're rejecting love or connection or allowing someone else's reality to mingle with yours, it's not anti-love. Because if you were focused on love, you'd let it in and you'd surrender and let it in. What you're focused on is your pain, your rejection, your past hurts. And so that's just another, how are the trees? They just want us to be like, listen, clean it up. Understand what you're doing here understand that you want to see things differently now so there is this big message of transformation and trust surrendering into trust surrendering into your transformation all right my mom keeps blowing up my phone i'm gonna see what she needs and also i see that i got a 
freaking ginormous PayPal donation. Thank you, naughty shenanigans. <laughs> Girl, oh my gosh. People are just coming through. So I just want to thank everybody. Okay, the one person that came over to Patreon yesterday after I asked. <laughs> I just really want to thank the people who are coming through for coming through. Like you really are like, wow, just helping me trust um, that, you know, when I do need extra help, like bam, it's there. Bay's like, yeah, abundance is there. Protection is there. New beginnings are there. But baby, bay bay, you got to trust. All right, maybe we're going to get a Celtic tree. <laughs> All right, uh, where were we? Yeah, like I hate to like derail my my um, focus, but I did anyways, okay. <laughs> but I did anyways, and I'm gonna turn off the heat. All right, back. I'm back again, like, like I never left. All righty. Um, Celtic tree. We got trust. We got transformation. We got surrender. We got hornbeam. I thought he was going to be more fun. <laughs> nope. All right. And our Celtic tree is actually number 13, the reed, which is very interesting because it's growing in a swamp, in a marsh. And it's right in the middle now. So to the left, we have stuck. So there's a lot of life going on in the marsh, you know, but then also from a different perspective, it could be one of being stuck in the marsh. Like not everybody likes walking through um, that type of wetland um, and pe people, plants. <laughs> I think I was right the first time, people. Yeah, when you, when you really love plants. Yeah, my people are plants. The plants that do love, the people of the marsh, that do love growing there do really, really well. They really do. So anyways, let's see what these reeds have to say to us. They've got um, cattails at the top there. It's number 13. 13 is the number of the goddess. 13 moods. Um, so the deities and guides with this reed card is the goddesses of the hunt, like Athena and Artemis and the crone aspect of the goddess, like Hecate and Lilith. Uh, what else can I tell you? The key words from this Celtic tree oracle by Sherilyn Hidalgo, direct action movement. Ooh, there it is. I told you you need to move your body. I am looking forward to like right after I push um, publish or schedule. I don't know how I'm doing this one. Um, I'm going to go to the kitchen and make the General So's chicken like I said I was gonna and I'm going to turn on the music and however my body wants to move and groove I'm going to mainly because I'm cold but also because it keeps me from feeling old. Yeah, this movement, this focus, this intention, this conviction on purpose. Everything I want to do from now on is on purpose because I trust, because I surrender, because transformation is the name of the game. It's called progress, honey. So as we go on, we learn more skills and one of them is becoming a hollow reed. So this creativity that wants to flow through our second chakra, through our sacral chakra, it's not, you don't make the creativity. I don't make these podcasts. These aren't even my words. What I'm doing is becoming a hollow reed and letting the energy flow. That takes a lot of trust. It takes a lot of trust to show up and just know you're going to be at the right place at the right time, say the right thing to the right people in the right way. That's surrendering. It really is. So shout out to everyone who starts to see themselves differently, not as the oar in the boat that has to do all the work, but 
you're more like a straw. <laughs> yeah, you're more like a hollow reed. And once you open up, all this water, all this energy is going to flow through you. And then truly, you start living your life as the hornbeam in service to the all. Um, in like a lot of times I joke around and I'm like, oh, I'm just like a puppet. <laughs> However, that's my agreement. That's my agreement with Source to let him be the puppeteer in a lot of ways. Yes, I have free will and it's my free will to have divine will at this point. So I show up. I let the energy flow. I be the hollow reed. I do my job, whether it's chop wood or carry water. I'll do it all, right? You just let it come through you. You allow yourself to transform into different roles. When you trust and you surrender and you go with the flow, the characteristic of the universe is to always be changing. So you're gonna change too. Not that you have to create yourself or think of new things. All you have to do is just be the hollow reed and your purpose will change. Your purpose does transform and then so do you. As your energy within you changes, your whole world changes. But yeah, you gotta trust, absolutely. So I wanna go down to the reading in the guidebook, when you get read, R-E-E-D, in a reading, <laughs> it is time to focus on a desired outcome <clears throat> and take some action. So, so on the left of read is stuck and on the right is transformation and at the top is trust. So if we want this and this stuck energy to flow that's been stuck in our second sacral chakra, we have got to take some action now. So that means if you want more money, if you're looking for a job, you gotta make some phone calls. If you need to get out of your house, then you better make an appointment and start doing some house shopping. You know what I mean? Like you gotta take action now. So get in your place of peace calm, centered, hornbeam stance. Bring in your higher guidance and as you are inspired to, take action. All right, make, make a little itinerary for yourself. Kind of focus in on your project, what you need to do, what you'd like to do and get busy. Today is the day. Set your intentions and back them up with daily affirmations. Ask your circle, ask your community, ask your friends for help. Um, go ahead and be open to people helping you. That's what our trust card said, like letting someone else's reality intermingle with yours because they can help you. Accepting all the gifts that are given to you, says Bay. open up and receive. Let people help you. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how relieved I am to have an attorney. Like, thank you, Eric. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your help. You know, it's like sometimes you do kind of just want to let the universe hold your hand. Let the universe help you. Let people who are wanting to support you help you. Call upon those who are maybe in a position to lend you a hand up. Like, it's okay to ask. It's okay to ask. It is time for strong, determined action. Go for the bullseye. Use your energy to make your dreams come true. So we kind of thought because we got the surrender tree, we were just gonna float around and be like, here we go this way, here we go that way. But we live in a free will universe. So we can trust, we can go with the flow, we can get unstuck, but yeah, us being the hollow reed, we still have the ability to point our reed in the direction that we want. So yeah, once we chill out, surrender, go with the flow, bring the energy in, it's sort of like a didgeridoo. Like think of, think of holding this big old didgeridoo. I would love to, I don't really wanna play it, but like I would love for somebody else to play it for me. <laughs> Okay, 
But anyways, just for our purposes of visualization, you're holding this long didgeridoo, okay? Big wooden Australian instrument. You know what I'm talking about. And um, it's like you're breathing into it. Yes, it's a hollow reed. The energy's flowing through, and you are either going to go like point left, point right, up a little bit, down a little bit. Like you have the power of creation and directing energy. So use your energy to make your dreams come true. Figure out how to bring in, open up, let the energy flow through you. But you are creator too, and you have the energy um, direction. Like you're, you're the, you're, you get me. Moving on. This card also asks you to either reset your intentions and goals to make them more current or more realistic or to re-energize them. So re-energize your dreams, your creativity, your transformation. You got a little stagnant there. You got a little stuck. You got, you got, you got a little trust issues clogging up. So now it's time to take stock what's going on, re-energize, Maybe journal, trees are saying, maybe write down some ways you can implement your dreams. And Reed says, yeah, then you need to take concrete actions towards your goals. And I just want to chime in and say, let them be inspired from your higher mind. Not, not pushing against like ego thinks or fighting or making things happen. You don't need to make anything happen. All you need to do is direct and say what you'd like to have happen. Like you just say what you want and then let the universe figure it out. And when the universe inspires you, like the puppeteer, like move this way, honey, move that way. Do this, honey, do that, okay? Your intuition is chiming in and giving you really good ideas. It's time to act on them. So it doesn't have to be anything super freaking huge. Even small steps can make a big difference. Just start doing something. And that's why I was like, just start moving your body a little bit. It's like, let's get unstuck. And yeah, this really is a great time to trust and seek out a friend who can act as a support and a witness, helping you launch your ideas into reality. Because we know this, when one, two or more of us, more than one of us, gets together and focuses on the same thing, we make it happen faster. We speed it up. So if you and a friend, or God bless, if you had a couple of friends, good Lord, um, do it. Come together and feed each other's dreams, inspire each other, support each other, hold the vision hold the vision for each other and that just that just catapults the universe into action for you all right so anyways good 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 message um who trust transformation get that stuck energy moving surrender and get to it I am Reed. I represent action. No more apathy, please. Align with spirit and ask for direction. Align with the power of the owl or the pike. They know how to stalk and hunt. What do you want? It is time to go for it. Stick to your resolve, set your intention, and take steps toward outcomes. I ask you to take yourself seriously. Believe in yourself. I send you courage and fortitude and the belief in a positive outcome, no matter what. You are here for a purpose, to fulfill your own choices. 
do so with creativity and a spirit of fun. Ah, those trees, those cheeky little buggers. I knew they'd bring in some fun. They waited till the very end though, didn't they? <laughs> so yeah, you do, you gotta make the move and you gotta trust and you know what? Start living your life now. You've put it off too long, okay? It's time to live. It's time to be creative. It's time to transform and live your purpose. Be your purpose. You're not gonna feel fulfilled in this life until you do, until you become the hollow reed for spirit, for your higher self, for God's will, for source, for the energy of all that is, God, goddess, whatever it is, Allah, that you want to call it, it is all of that in a bag of organic chips. And until you start taking action and getting that energy unstuck and moving, you're just not gonna be digging this light. Trust me, it's so easy to fall into apathy and not caring either way, and it sucks. So let's trust. Let's open up. Let's be creative. Let's stalk and hunt that which we want. Let's go for it. Let's set our intentions and take some steps forward. So yeah, believe in yourself. Take yourself seriously that whatever it is that you want, you are entitled to it. It is yours solely based on the fact of what you are. You really, really are a child of this universe and you can have and be or do anything. So the read is just saying it's time to do it.